0: it's Carmita, and welcome to missing in the pnw so um i just wanted to throw this out there um you know i appreciate you guys so much um but if you guys can do me a favor and share more um if you're on like spotify iHeartRadio, download the episodes make sure you follow the page um just do whatever you can to help me get these missing cases out there um because that's like I said, word of mouth has been really good. Um, and you guys help me more than you know. So thank you for that. So today, um, being that it's still Hispanic Heritage Month, if you remember a year ago during Hispanic Heritage Month, I did an episode called Hispanic Missing Children Part One. Um, There's four kids that literally didn't have that much information. Um, And the only thing that connected them all were they were Hispanic. So I'm going to do a similar episode. Um, This is going to be Hispanic Missing Children Part 2. And instead of four, I actually have three cases to give you. But I'm going to warn you now. (laughs) Again, there's not much and I'm going to rant. But I believe you guys are used to that right now. So let's get into it. Um, I am going to start with a. She's not an adult, she's still considered a, uh, well, she's probably an adult now, but she's still considered a, um, child because she was 17 at the time of her disappearance. So, Michaela Pedro Juan, um, I hope I said that right, Michaela. And she again was seventeen at the time of her disappearance. She went missing since October twenty eighth, two thousand nine, from Portland, Oregon. Um, so I really couldn't get much else. Um, we know that she's Hispanic. We know that she's five foot. She one hundred and twelve pounds, black hair, brown eyes, pretty standard. That's one of the things that I it just annoyed me the most because literally every single website that i tried to go to was nothing there was nothing on her it was exactly the same so the national center for missing and exploited children web sleuths facebook they all have the same picture and the same description of her and literally nothing else honestly guys i couldn't even find a freaking phone number for anybody to call and like give tips or whatever. Um, The only thing that I'm guessing is because she's from Portland and you guys know, I grew up in Portland. They, I guess are expected to call the non emergency line, which um, I've covered on other episodes. It's 503-823-3333. I believe I'll double check that, but it's just like, why? I don't understand why. If you're going to put a person's name out there and their picture that's not enough information you need to figure out more of what the circumstances are like what happened how did you even know she was missing in the first place you had to have get some type of details from somebody so i don't understand why that's not on there also again why in the hell is there no phone number like who are these people supposed i have you guys know i have east coast listeners i have international listeners like They're not familiar with the area codes and the numbers in the Pacific Northwest. So who the hell do they call? How do they make a tip? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And it it really, like, annoys me. This is the biggest problem is Hispanic kids. I mean, they don't get any attention. Black kids don't get any attention. Native American kids definitely don't get any attention. All of this is unnecessary because while Michaela was out there missing... They're too busy reporting on something that's so stupid or something that has to do with a white kid. And I'm not saying that white kids don't deserve, you know, the recognition and everything, but they give way too much media on them and it's, and then they give nothing or one thing like I have. It's just, it's so sad and it annoys me and I'm trying to figure out how I can change that because it's just not okay it's not that's somebody's daughter that's somebody's you know possibly niece that's somebody's sister possibly like these people need to know what is going on and what they are doing to make this you know to make this like okay like what are you doing to try to find her what are you doing to get the word out they're not doing anything that's the problem So I, that's literally guys, that's, that's all I have for that one is, you know, she went missing from Portland. Um, she's five foot 112 pounds and, um, she's been missing since October 28th, 2019. That's all I have. Um, It is, I did call, uh, or I did look up the non-emergency number, and it is 503-823-3333. So, that's one little rant. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Okay, so, this one I was so confused on, and I have no idea what the hell is going on. So, her name is... I'm not sure if it's Cherie or Sherry, so I apologize. Again, I hate that because when I was little, people used to get my name wrong all the time. People still get my name wrong sometimes, so I'm, like, really cautious when I say people's names. So if you, if anybody finds out and they want to correct me, please do. Um, but I believe her name is Cherie Hernandez Archuleta. This one, guys, like, it's another one with so much conflicting information. I felt like every single website that I got on – Had something different. Like, it's really, really annoying because nobody can get their facts straight. So, Cherie's been missing since July 1st, 2019 from Medford, Oregon. She was 14 at the time of her disappearance. And, uh, okay, Medford, keep that in mind. That's Southern Oregon. You guys know Medford's, like, way south. It's, like, four and a half, five hours from Portland. Um, And then there was information on Lebanon Express, Gazette Times, Albany, Democratic Herald. They all said that she went missing in 2019. They didn't say where, but they said she's been missing since July 1st, 2019. So that kind of adds up. So then there was another website on Cherie that says she was actually 13 when she went missing and she went missing on May 3rd. 2019 from roseburg oregon um which again roseburg is like probably three hours south of portland um maybe a little longer and then here's the next part like literally that information came from a like a news source that was in kansas um what How the hell is someone in Kansas going to know about who's missing in Oregon? And, like, who did you find that out from? Because I want to know. How are you helping? You're all the way in Kansas. Like, you got that information somehow, somewhere. So don't you think it would be, like, beneficial to tell us exactly what happened? But then, again, maybe not because, like I said, it's two different dates. So then there is another website. Called Uncovered, and also the website WebSleuth. Those websites say that she went missing on April 6th, 2020, from Lake Oswego. And apparently that website was last updated. It said on uh July 29th of this year. So yeah. I I don't know. There was one other one that also said that she went missing May 3rd, 2019. That was a Um, this, this one said from Roseburg, Oregon, and then that was from a website called Bitchute. Um, I mean, I guess the one good thing is, is that I did look up, uh, her case and she is in NamUs. Um, so they say she went missing on April 6th and it says like Oswego and then that's it. And then it's got the NamUs number, which, um if you guys want to get on there, uh, her name is, is M like Mary P like Paul, six, nine, three, two, seven. You can go ahead and put that into name. and literally they don't have a picture of her. They just have like the basic information of, you know, what she looks like. And that's pretty much it. Um, Again, I don't even know really where for you guys to call it. Like what? We have two places that said she went missing April sixth. Uh, one of those says from Roseburg. The other one says from Lake Oswego. Then we have two different places saying that she went missing July first, two thousand nineteen. Then there's another one that says she went missing on May third, two thousand nineteen. So honestly I don't understand and I guess I can't prove which one she went missing you know because the other one says actually April 6th 2020 that's what it says on name is as well so it's just like again um I know that this reminds me of so last year when I did the Hispanic Missing Children part one um what was his name I believe it was Daniel um One of the kids that I did uh, the case on was, I believe his name was Daniel. And it was kind of the same thing. Like, he was reported missing in August. Then he was reported missing again in April of the following year. So it was like, okay, was he missing in August? And they found him and then they went and then he went missing again. Or did they like, is it just conflicting statements? Again, it's just like this case. Like, I honestly have no idea when exactly she disappeared but all we know is that she disappeared. Again, this is for lack of reporting, lack of caring, lack of anybody wanting to show any type of attention or do any type of investigation. Why? Just why? And again, please tell me why the hell Kansas is chiming in on this, because that just kind of annoyed me. So the next case I have, um, I actually do have more information, but again, there's a reason why they're not covering it. So this is the case of a girl, a teenage girl um, named Elvia Morales. So Elvia went missing on August 5th, 2019, or excuse me, 2009 from Woodburn, Oregon. Woodburn is like probably not even an hour from Portland. It's really close. Um, It's probably like 30 minutes, maybe 45 tops. But depending on the source, she was either 13 or 14 when she went missing. Um, And so, you know, she was just starting her teen years, just getting into it. I have a 14-year-old that just started freshman year in high school. So that's an age where, you know, kids are coming into who they are. And, you know, expressing themselves more. And so I get it. It's it's teen years. You know, we've all been there. Um, And the only reason why we know she's missing is because we can definitely say that she was kidnapped. So it was actually reported. um, I believe it was Oregon Live that. Her kidnapper actually abducted her at knife point. Um, she was at home with her 17-year-old cousin while her dad was at work. I'm not sure. They didn't say anything about a mom, um, but they said the dad was at work. She was home with her 17-year-old cousin. and Apparently, the guy like pushed the cousin and then had the knife and kidnapped the girl by knife point. Um the family actually knew this man. Like that's why I think they know it's just it's it's a she's missing but it's a kidnapping case. Because the family knew the man cuz he worked with Elvia's dad. So his name is Juan Martinez Martinez. And even though the family knew it was like it was it was how do I say this? They they knew exactly who it was. And I believe the way that they knew that is because they hadn't seen or talked to him in, like, two months. And so it was like, okay, but he's going to come in. So then there was some speculation that he was having... uh, The police actually said that there's an ongoing inappropriate relationship between Juan and Alvia, which that also i mean i don't know that doesn't make sense but still it doesn't make it any better like i mean yes obviously if he was having a relationship with her that's really bad because she's underage but at the same time like she okay she's still way missing like are are they going in a direction like maybe she was kidnapped to be sex trafficked like i i don't know but for some reason they thought that was important to share so um with Elvia it's it's really hard because there's actually one what what did I see? I think it was like 0.1% of children go missing or get kidnapped by a stranger. Everybody else all of the kids who go missing or kidnapped are usually by someone they know or someone in their family. And because of that, they literally get no media attention, or in Elvia's case, like one article, that's it. And it's just like, okay, well, they're still not supposed to be with that person. So I don't understand why you're not taking this more seriously. But I mean, I'm glad I got that much information on her. So I need you guys to go spread that information now. Um, I'm going to put up a picture of him, of course. I'm going to put up the pictures of Elvia. Um, she's actually, let's see here. So she's described as a Hispanic child with black hair and brown eyes. Um, at the time of her disappearance, she was only four foot five and she weighed about 110 pounds. She has a diamond shaped birthmark on her left bicep and another one on her left leg. So this one, um, if you have any information, please call the Woodburn police at 503-982-2345. Again. This I'm going to tell you right now. The FBI is investigating this because it says if you have seen Elvio or this man together or apart, call 911 or the FBI uh, Oregon office at 503 552 5400. So to me, that says that the FBI is involved. It's federal. He took her across state lines. He could have taken her, like I said, to Mexico, sex trafficked her. Like if the FBI is involved, it's serious. But they don't want to give us any more information. So. Okay. So out of those three girls, um, again, I just, I don't know. I don't understand. I, I don't think I'll ever understand. And I'll never stop saying that, you know, until something really changes, people don't care. They look at you as, you know, a runaway or you're beneath them or whatever. It's, they don't care. And it's something that, I mean, there's a gross injustice to these kids and to these families. And also just the fact that, like, I I don't even know. The fact that they just slide it under the rug, yet if it was a white girl, it's, like, all over the news, all over social media, all over whatever. They push that so much. And I'm actually going to talk about that more in my episode next week, just because it's I I don't understand. Like it's just too much for me to comprehend. And I know you guys are probably like, "What the hell, too?" Because I don't have a lot of information. But literally, the smallest thing can help. So again, um, for uh, Cherie, I'm going to say call you know, call the night non-emergency for Portland. Um, there was a, a, phone number for Roseburg police, which is five, four, one, four, four, zero, four, four, seven, one. Um, not sure again, I don't know where exactly she went missing, so I'm not sure about that. Um, and then, Michaela. Yeah, there literally was no number. So for that one, because she went missing in Portland, call Portland police, call the emergency, uh, excuse me, the non-emergency line at 503-823-3333. And for Elvia, this is, I mean, it's, it's good that we have more information, but it's like really bad because when the FBI is involved, you know, something is really wrong. So Again, if you hear anything, say anything, see anything. I mean, if you have people down in Mexico, if you have, you know, people wherever, just spread the word, spread her face, spread his face. Once I, you know, get those uploaded and just do whatever you can to get that out there because it's too much. It, these kids just, they she didn't deserve this. Their families didn't deserve this. Like we need to do a better job at protecting our children. So with that, I think I have enough ranting for the day, so I'm giving myself a headache. So um, yeah, like I said, I'll talk to you guys next week. It's been it's a case that I've been working on for a while, and I know I'm gonna roundabout like I'm gonna come back to this case Um in a future episode because i've been trying to get you know way more information and just explain to you guys how this just really sucks and how they don't report hispanics or blacks or natives so that will be out next week Um, until then guys remember have fun but be safe